to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Lap Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 262 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. And man, uh, we're just inching closer and closer. You know, I started off like the first half of the regular season. We are, you know, two races in, two different winners, three different races in, three different winners. And and here we are to where the countdown could be. Well, there's just three races left in the regular season or in the season, not the regular season, in the season. I just cannot believe how fast this 2021 NASCAR season has flown by. Uh, it, it's it's really unbelievable. So uh, here we are for the last few weeks and, and ready to roll. Uh, man, you know, so things, you know, as, if you guys have been listening in the last couple of weeks since I, uh, you know, had those two weeks off while we were out of town and all that, um, you know, my my grandpa is is still in hospice. He he is he is still kicking and and going. Uh, but that's it's made things a little difficult from a scheduling perspective, just because I don't want to schedule something with somebody and uh, and have to cancel. So I've I have tried a couple uh, last minute things to when things look like they they will work out, and it happened last week with Jeff Striegel. He was able to accommodate last minute, but unfortunately, uh, not so lucky tonight from a last minute perspective so uh it's just me with the exception of uh brian newdorf who uh will uh will have some fun times talking uh, a little big 10 football here as well as the weather for kansas here a little later in the show so uh if if you're here just because you like the interviews uh unfortunately this week you're gonna have to uh deal with just me or or push stop or or don't push stop just turn it down let it play so i get the count for the for the download and, and then you can stop but uh <laughs> um just uh, throwing that out there for you guys um and and so things have just kind of been a little crazy outside of my grandpa uh my back has been out like all of last week into this weekend um I, I it's very hard to bend down and all that fortunately was finally able to get into a chiropractor yesterday and and heading back tomorrow and hopefully be all back to normal because and and let me finish before you get all crazy on me because i know you guys will uh, i wanted to start putting up the christmas decorations this past weekend and I say all that, one, because one, for me, you guys, if you've been around the show a minute, you know that we, Lindsay and I love decorating for Christmas, and we go kind of all out. And one, uh, just because we know that there's probably an inevitability uh, with my grandpa that's going to take up some time here down the road. Uh, I travel for work in a couple weeks, and then we have the baby shower the weekend I come back, So, and we're going to have people here at the house. It's just one of those things normally yes we are early decorators we normally start november 1st um but um it's like well i mean hey i've got some reasons that justify decorating in october so hopefully uh the back is back to normal by the time this coming weekend rolls around and while watching some racing and some football i can start decorating for christmas so that's the plan there so uh and then this past saturday we had a little birthday party to go to and sunday 
had the race, had some football, and was finally able to crank up the smoker. I feel like it's been forever since the smoker's been cranked up. So uh, smoked some meat this weekend, which was good, and all that good stuff. So it's been busy. It's been crazy, not to mention, oh, I've got a real paying job that I have to I have to do. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a little chaotic. But that's all right, because uh, if I'm bored, I, I get fidgety. So I'd rather be crazy and chaotic than bored so there's all that uh let's see i hope you guys did enjoy last week's show with jeff striegel we really broke some things down in a in in a in a short period of time and uh jeff is always great to have on the show uh coming up you know even though things have been a little crazy we're we're gonna have some of the 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 traditional things here with the show and that's gonna be we're gonna have the lucky dog and lap down uh recap from everything that you guys have been sending in all season I got that for you. The year-end award show as well. You guys know I put the ballots. I send I send customized trophies out to the winners as well as the lap traffic fantasy players. Uh, and this year, you know, it's season five, and this is something that I thought about doing a couple years ago, but I just felt it was too premature. You have to. I felt I have to do this with a monumental year and ending season five. Uh, I think is pretty pretty significant, and so I'm introducing two new awards this year, uh, and you guys are just going to have to stay tuned for what those are. I think it's uh, gonna. I, I think it's really cool, and uh, and I'm looking forward to doing that. So stay tuned. Little teaser for you guys. Uh, I'm gonna run down what we had going. Going on at Texas here, some social media as usual. Uh, Newdorf will have the weather. Lucky dog lap down picks, and unfortunately, man, like I said, I just kind of struck out tonight. Uh, was not able to schedule and, and get times to line up with the current eight fantasy players. So my picks that mean nothing. Uh, I will have those for you, but we'll run down where we're at because things are close, uh, and we are as we're three weeks away from crowning a NASCAR champ. We are three weeks away from crowning this year lapped traffic fantasy winner so i'm very excited about that so uh let's get things rolling let's talk a little texas well before we get to texas we still have another off week before we get to talk some trucks and gosh that is just so frustrating that that has just killed me the way these off weeks have lined up for the truck season and the truck series it's like how are you gonna have uh, I, I think they had this right before the playoffs started for the truck series. They had a three-week off period before the last race, before the playoffs started, which did not make any sense to me. Why wouldn't you have the regular season end, know who it's going to be, and then give the playoff guys three weeks to get prepared for the playoffs? And, and now you're going to have three weeks off before the final race, for the the cutoff for the final before we get to to the championship round i just i i don't i mean i understand they want to go to certain tracks with the truck series but man i just i do not understand i think this is personally and you guys know me i i don't I don't knock things very often. I try to be as positive as possible around the sport. I just think there was some really, and maybe it was the Olympics. And, and again, I'm trying to see, I always try to find the bright spot. Maybe it was the Olympics and that threw off some of the scheduling. But I think this has been some of the worst layout this year for the truck series from a scheduling perspective and just not able to capitalize on momentum from a fan perspective, you know. You've only got 23 races compared to 33 and 36 in the Xfinity and the in the Cup Series, which is fine. I get that. That makes me want the truck races more, right? Which is fine. Make them wanting more. Uh, but 
I, I just think you you in 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 the series that has the lower viewership but some of the most exciting action and you want to capitalize off that man just the way they worked in these off these off weeks this year in the truck series just i i don't uh i don't understand i'm happy to talk to anybody at nascar about that if they they want my opinion which i know they don't but uh yeah i i am just baffled on, on that and and yeah, that, I'll stop digressing on that. Okay, uh, let's talk about the Xfinity Series and John Hunter Nemechek. Um, so, you know, John Hunter Nemechek is the Kyle Larson, apparently. Like, doesn't matter what he gets in, he's going to go get in and, and win. You know, granted, all right, the 54 team uh, has has just been dominant with whoever's been in it. Uh, no one else in from the Joe Gibbs camp has had success. Now, granted, the 54 has had the likes of Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, uh, you know, and and some others like Ty Gibbs. I mean, you know, we saw the tear. He went on there for a little bit. So, um, you know, I, I when you look at what John Hunter can do, you know, I think this goes just to show how smart he is when everyone is like, what do you mean you're going from a full time cup ride to a full time truck ride? Uh, well, gee, he's on the brink of winning a championship, just went out and won in the Xfinity Series. You know, I don't think this is the last, I don't think 2020 was the last year we were going to see John Hunter in a cup car. And the next time he's in a cup car, uh, it's going to be a, comp- a competing cup car. So uh, I, I just, I am, I am so pleased to see what he's been able to do as a racer in in all three series and just look forward to seeing that kid grow because he is still a kid and and it's going to be awesome to see what he can do Uh, I mean we really outside of John Hunter I mean we had eight playoff play uh, drivers in the top 10 which is remarkable Daniel Hemrick still uh, still searching for that first win you know I think for a while uh, you know when Kyle Larson was with Chip Ganassi you know we just saw him rack up second place finish after second place finish always the bridesmaid never a bride Uh, and then he finally got it then he racked off a couple wins with Ganassi out a year, it comes back, and, and we see what he's doing this year. You know, I, I'm just waiting. Daniel Hemrick, always the bridesmaid, never the bride, but eventually he's going to catch that bouquet, and, and we're going to see him in victory lane. And I still wouldn't count it out for this year, which is which is exciting to watch because you just assume it's one of those inevitabilities that it's going to happen, uh, you know. We look back, we said that last year, 2020, with Kyle Busch, an inevitability, is he going to get to victory lane? He finally did. You know, I think for most of this year, we said that about Kevin Harvick came close a couple times. Is that inevitability running out? I'll get to that here in just a minute. Ooh, what a teaser, man, off the cuff. Look at that. I'm doing things. Uh, but anyways, all right, let's let's move over and let's look at uh, our rankings here as we head into race two of uh, segment three of the playoffs, if you will. Uh, AJ Allmendinger now stretching that lead out by a whopping four points over Austin Sindrick, Justin Allgaier, Noah Gregson, Daniel Hamrick, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, and Brandon Jones. Um, you know, the fact that we had a non playoff driver win opens the door for two guys to make it in on points, uh, which I'm sure some of those guys like Allgaier, Gregson, Hamrick, and Justin Haley, who are only a mere eight points apart are really going to enjoy the fact that two guys are going to make it in on points. Uh, I, you know, if, if we're going to assume things being equal, 
and assume that uh, AJ Allmendinger and Austin Sindrick are going to get in. You know, it, we really do now have a playoff battle from a points perspective for, you know, three, possibly four guys. And I mean, Harrison Burton, I mean, he's, he's winless this year, but we know he can be competitive. We know Brandon Jones can go out there and win winless as well. Again, those are those tie the, 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 the Joe Gibbs racing cars outside of the 54 that can't seem to find victory lane, but we know they're very capable of finding victory lane. Couldn't they go out and, and play spoiler to, to the Justin Allgaiers, Noah Gregson's Daniel Hemrick's Justin Haley's of the world who are hoping to make this thing in on points uh, and probably would rather see some non-playoff drivers go out there and pick up the win the next two weeks here at Kansas and, uh, and, and Martinsville if it's not them. So if it's not us, let it be somebody else, right? Uh, but man, I am, I am so excited to see how Phoenix is going to go for the Xfinity series, assuming that we get to go watch at least AJ and Austin go battle it out. Uh, you know, Justin, Justin Allgaier, always a scrappy one out there, can never count him out. Always seems to just Justin Allgaier, I kind of think is like the Denny Hamlin of of the, the Cup series. You know, he always seems to find his way in there and just comes up a little short. And again, it's that one of those inevitabilities that you just say, hey, you know, you're gonna expect any Hamlin to go out there and get a championship one of these years. Do we just say we we expect Justin Allgaier to go out there and get a championship one of these years? And and speaking of recaps and things like that, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, I cannot wait to recap the Xfinity season with Dustin Albino from jsky.com here in a couple weeks. I know we're going to plan on trying to do something like that. So uh, anyways, there you have that. Let's talk a little bit about the Cup Series. All right, so Kyle Larson doing Kyle Larson things, picking up race win number eight of the year and punching his ticket to the final four. And and already a significant difference from where we were at last year at this point in time where you had Kevin Harvick with uh, nine wins uh, and, you know, unable to punch his ticket to the final four. Uh, Almost did it last year at Kansas, where we're headed this year, but lost out to a battle with Joey Logano and was unable to make up the points and and fell short of getting to the final four, even though he won the regular season and had the most wins on the season. So we already don't have that situation. Our dominant driver of the year is going to be represented in the final four in racing for the championship, which I love that aspect. I love the aspect that that also cannot be the case as we saw last year. So I love that you, yeah, you can win and those playoff points can carry you, but at some point you still have to deliver late into the playoffs. And and I love that fact. So I'm excited to see Kyle Larson get there. Question is now who's going to join him. And when we look at Texas uh, from the cup side of things, you know, not as strong of a showing from the playoff guys as we had in the Xfinity series where eight uh, playoff uh, drivers in the Xfinity series finished in the top 10. We only had, uh, I think, five finish in the top 10 on the cup side of things. And when we do look at the standings, though, we do have a relatively close gap, maybe not as tight from the Xfinity side of things. But, you know, Larson already in and in first. Fine. All right. So now we're looking at Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott. 
You know, Ryan Blaney looking pretty good from a points perspective there. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott, you know, nine points separating them. Uh, you know, a, a few more separating uh, 15 to, to Kozlowski in sixth. And you got Martin Truex Jr. sitting there in seventh, Joey Logano in eighth. And if you're Joey Logano, you're looking back and saying, hey, I know what I did last year. So could Joey Logano in eighth, uh, you know, go out there and, and, you know, shock the world again, so to speak, and and win and punch his ticket to the final four. Uh, you know, hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, when when for me, I'm looking at Ryan Blaney, second in points on the reseed. You know, he had three race wins on the season, but man, if looking back now for me, I'm saying those were a quiet three wins. Obviously, not as prominent of wins as Kyle Larson's wins. Uh, you know, you look at Martin Truex with four and he's sitting down there in seventh in, in the standings right now. So who can go out there and win at Kansas on the mile and a half? They're all going to be fighting for it because they all know what kind of a cluster bleep Martinsville could be. You know, Martinsville as the last race before the final championship race, I love. You know, Martinsville is not as wild card as, say, Talladega is because you can put the fate in your own hands, but that means the fate can also be in someone else's hands too. Uh, you know, if someone wants to come out there and, and get a little retribution and, and give you a little bump and run. So, uh, I mean, I think NASCAR's nailed it with uh with the last race of the year you know texas kansas i could see where there could be some argument to maybe switch those around in the playoffs for something a little bit more exciting um you know but anyways i think we're in for a treat with with kansas here just because of like i said everybody's going to want to have it done and their ticket punch before going into martinsville uh and hey i mean kyle larson could easily win out i would not be surprised you know so uh and that kind of leads me here to my question for you guys that i had this week was who wins the next three races and why let's see what you guys had to say all right, Jason Majeski at Jstone29. Kevin Harvick wins two of them. He's the closer. He will find a way, then opens the hashtag for the cup 2022 with a Daytona 500 win with the next gen car. Jason, um, you and I just became best friends, and I would absolutely love it if that happens. I, I think that would be amazing. I'll homer out and say that that was fantastic and I'd be good with that. Uh, Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Kansas goes to Chase. HMS goes all hands on deck for the nine at Martinsville. Blaney should have won in the spring if it wasn't for a late pit road penalty. Phoenix goes to Blaney. Surprise winner to take the title. Penske is traditionally strong in the 750. Look at that. See, and that's another thing, too. You know, I, I get, you know, that and any for that to happen or if that happens, that's where you're going to get your critics that are going to come in on the playoff system. And I get that. Some people just don't like the NASCAR playoff system, uh, you know. And But, hey, I always will defend fault to you know the the 20 oh i can't think of the year but the year that the new england patriots would have gone undefeated if not for eli manning getting that first uh super bowl win against the patriots you know best team in the regular season doesn't always mean you're going to win the playoffs uh we, we've we see it in all sports and we, we've seen it in nascar last year and hey maybe we see it again this year you just don't know but that just adds to the excitement 
the pressure for the teams and, and all of that. So, hey, I, I mean, that would just be absolutely crazy and would not be stunned. All you have to do is play by the rules to get to what you need to do and to get to that final four. And four guys have a shot to go out there and do it. I love it. Uh, Kurt Mueller at Kurt Mueller 20. Chase Elliott at Kansas. Martin Truex at Martinsville. And Kyle Larson at Phoenix. See, now that would be, you know, you look where Martin Truex is at in the standings now. That would be that'd be pretty cool to see him go and do that and, and kind of upset and shake up the standings there a little bit. Uh, Michael Mason at Blaney Ford Guy. Kansas goes to Blaney. Martinsville goes to Denny Hamlin. And Phoenix goes to Kevin Harvick. And, and to me, I, I would love that because uh, every year we have had, from the Cup Series perspective, the race winner go on to win the championship. So uh, wouldn't that just be something if Kevin Harvick, who gets knocked out, picks up his first win of the season, the last race at Phoenix, where he was king of the castle at Phoenix. Last few years, we have not seen the same Kevin Harvick at Phoenix. Wouldn't that be something? He goes out there, stuns the world, picks up the win, and, you know, history. We'd be talking about what Kevin Harvick did outside of him and Chase Elliott's beef if he were to go and play spoiler at the championship race at Phoenix. I think that that's just got headlines and, and stuff written all over it. Uh, Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick. Mick, I finally updated your handle on here. Sorry it took me so long. Uh, Kansas goes to Young Money. Martinsville to Elliott. Phoenix, Young Money, then changed to all the money. I love that, Mick. That's great. Uh, Shadow Blaze at picks underscore by underscore Blaze. Kansas, Chase Elliott, average finish 10.5. Martinsville, Denny Hamlin, average finish 9.7. Phoenix, Denny Hamlin, average finish 10.8. These next three races are going to be wild. Uh, so, you know, Shadow, I think you'd be the first one that has Denny Hamlin winning the championship, uh, which would be, you know, hey, probably long overdue. And again, playing spoiler to Hendrick. So I, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and then White and Nerdy at Terry C underscore four. Truex at Kansas. Brad at Martinsville. Harvick at Phoenix Raceway with Larson Brad for the championship. I think that's great. Uh, that that would be extra special as well. Uh, for me, I, I'm going to go and, and shake things up a little bit. I've got Joey Logano for Kansas. I'm going to say let's let's go with Larson for Martinsville. And I, I can totally get behind uh, Kevin Harvick at Phoenix playing spoiler and, and having some fun with that there. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, guys, for chiming in. Appreciate that. Let's keep things rolling. Let's get to a little live traffic social media. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, thelattrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, The Lat Traffic Podcast, YouTube, Lat Traffic Podcast, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Lat Traffic PC. Uh, let's see here. If you've made it this far into the show, go leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. And don't forget about the huge giveaway at 6,000 followers, uh, I think about 360 away or so, giving away a piece of Harvick sheet metal. That's right, Harvick sheet metal and Chase Elliott's raced win Phoenix championship chip car 124 die cast from last year so that's that's pretty stout as far as i'm concerned it's definitely the biggest giveaway i've done uh i've gotten a ton of retweets and all that keep them going tag some new friends that uh you know maybe you've tagged some repeats tag some of your other followers and and let's help uh get to six thousand before the end of the year 
Uh, don't forget stickers, koozies. I've got them for free. All you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website, and I will send those out to you. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it there. Let's keep things going. Uh, let's get Mr. Brian Newdorf on the line. All right, Lat Traffic Nation joining me on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, along with Aaron Studwell at Race Weather. Welcome back to the show. A very happy Purdue alum in Mr. Brian Newdorf. Sir, good evening. How are you? I'm just going to quote the tweet from Purdue football over the weekend, and we beat the number two out of Iowa. There you go. <laughs> I, somebody somebody was joking with me on Twitter, and I responded with just the uh, the animated gif from uh, from Austin Powers. Who does number two work for? <laughs> that should great. be Purdue football. Who does number two work for? All right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What a. I mean, like. So many weird anomalies with Big Ten football because I don't know if we're good, if we're bad. I mean, you look at the East Conference and you've got uh, Michigan State, the Wolverines, the Buckeyes, and Penn State all in the same Big Ten Conference, all ranked in the top ten. Uh, you've got the Iowa Hawkeyes, who were ranked second, fall to 11th. You guys are now ranked for beating them. Uh, we've seen Penn State with a loss, Ohio State with a loss, uh, Iowa now with a loss. I, I just I don't know if they're that good or if it's just you know other top ten teams are losing and we all are just shifting up. Um, it's it's well, I think a lot of people. I mean. So I will say a couple things. Number one, I think even Iowa fans thought they weren't a number that. two team. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think we're a number 25 team. <laughs> All right. And as I think we told you before coming on here, so we get Wisconsin this weekend at home at, at Purdue at Lafayette in West Lafayette. And we're a three point underdog at home three, against an unranked team. Three. You're ranked at home. Unranked team, three point underdog. I just, I, I, that just, I love that. That is the most Purdue. That is the most Purdue thing ever. Maybe because of the fact that there's a two in the number, and you know. Yeah. Sorry. That's I, a no. no I, I'm with you. Uh, I I am a little bummed out because they've already announced, because uh, it's not this weekend, it's next weekend, Michigan State versus the Wolverines. And I, I can probably guarantee why they did this, even though they may not admit it. They've come out with the time, and it's a noon game. And I really was hoping this was going to be a, a primetime game because it's the first time in a long time that Michigan and the Wolverines have played each other uh, unbeaten. And it's the first time in, I think, almost 40 years that they're both unbeaten and ranked in the top 10. No, but uh, is it this weekend or is it next weekend? It's next weekend. So, all right, I guess I'm assuming we're going to take care of business with Northwestern. I, I guess. Okay, I well, you say, you're right. You, sh- you know, I mean, you should, right. but hey, yes. stranger things have happened. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be like an, an unranked team beating a number two team at home. I mean, right. un- stranger things have happened. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that, that doesn't, I mean, as a Purdue fan, we don't know what that's like nine times. And um, <laughs> now here, but, but again, number one, we have, I mean, but here's, I was telling you before, and there hasn't been very many times. I think 1999 and 2003 are the last two times that I can remember Purdue beat Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. It's, it's been a minute. It has been a while. 14 straight losing, 14 straight. Now, Brom has actually had some success against uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. So 
Yeah. You know, so I mean, and 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 even though and Brahms had some success against uh, Iowa, I mean, Bell, I mean, now that's the thing. We've got some he's got some strategic, you know, he's got strategy here with three quarterbacks, uh, but I'm not sure what he's doing. We just don't have a running game. So he's trying to make up for that lack of running game, which after now, after Iowa, Wisconsin's seen what we have and it's like going to be like, OK, we'll stop that. But who knows? I mean, I'm going to be honest, we're like 24 seven and I'm watching this game and I'm just like, nope, we can still lose. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the I mean, we're a verb in the world of Purdue sports. Our fandom will go. Yeah, we can Purdue way that game. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love when you can make up verbs that announce. That's great. Um, and and you you mentioned before we started too, like this weekend, though, is is historic for for you guys because you guys knocked off Ohio State uh, a couple years it's, ago. It's Wednesday. So one could say that they're nearly close to the game, you know, um, the Tyler Trent game, as I call it. But yes, I mean, and I, I'm going to be honest, that game has more resonance than this game does. And maybe because so. it's Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, at least this. But by the way, this still gives this still gives Jeff Brom a better record against Ohio State than Harbaugh does. Well, that's a true story. But I got to <laughs> tell you a funny story about about that Purdue Ohio State game because I I remember being at home. This is when we we still lived at our old house, and I could walk to my buddy's bar. I remember it was like halftime on a Saturday night I'm watching it Lindsay and I are just chilling at home and I said I I took a shower I got dressed I'm like I have to go be in a public environment around people that are going to enjoy the ending of this game hopefully and I I like I walked up to I had to be around people to celebrate an Ohio State loss so that was I remember that night very vividly (laughs) i think i was still doing um i think i had done some lap traffic by that point maybe not as often yeah yes yeah we had talked about that because i was still in idaho yeah still doing when i was because that was to be the last season i I was to be that was the last football season okay uh i was in idaho 2018 yeah so um no i mean scott how time has flown but you know these covid years don't count right Right. no no not at all <laughs> uh, well, all right. I think we've we've maybe borne the audience enough with six minutes of Big Ten football talk. Uh, did you take in any NASCAR this past weekend? <laughs> There's a race this weekend. Uh, <laughs> sadly, I had. I mean, sadly, I did have to work, uh, yeah. and that's why I've been a little bit quiet uh, on, on things. Uh, and I had other things going on. I had my son come back into town oh, cool. uh, Saturday and Sunday, so I had to work. And then you know, Sunday um, I had to do some stuff. So sadly, no. I didn't get a chance to see. I was up on our screen, but I can't hear it, and uh, I'm just I can't, I can't do anything. So for those fans who get upset and say I'm not, a, I just I, my job. All right, I, I have to, I have to work. Absolutely. I mean, I won my fantasy football league on Sunday somehow, and I didn't even check it until it was like afterwards. Like, oh wow, okay. I am. So, uh, I am. Cr- I am. I am number twoing the the fantasy football this year. <laughs> But um, no, I mean, I saw that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Larson won. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, that's a good bet to just pick that out of a hat any week and you might strike gold. No, I mean, I, I mean, and I mean, uh, the one thing I don't, I mean, maybe you've talked about this and I haven't heard it much. I mean, you know, the, here's the guy who was suspended for yeah. an entire, you know, yeah. and I mean, I, no offense. He's always been a talent. I mean, I even remember when Gordon was racing against him and then was in the commentary just the things he said about him as a driver. Yeah. He's definitely could he could be the kind of guy that comes up and potentially, you know, challenges Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh those those few years with Ganassi, uh, you know, that that just Yeah. 
just highlighted briefly what he could do because of the lack of equipment there. And, and then to go out and do what he did for an entire year, uh, I don't care if it was open wheels, uh, you know, big ball, you know, whatever he got in, he was winning. Uh, whether mm-hmm. you know dirt, asphalt, concrete, you know sprint car, open, you, you name it, he was winning. Um, for me, I was always on the fence of like you know before the season started, where you know what's the regression, you know what what what's what's it going to take to get used to the new team, back in a stock car, back in NASCAR, uh, and the answer was not long. That that was the answer to that question, and no. uh, it, it's been very impressive to watch. It's it's incredible, and you know these are one of those things to where you know even if you're not a you know. Kyle Larson isn't your driver, you still just kind of sit back and know you're watching kind of greatness happen because we saw it last year almost with Kevin Harvick who almost cracked double-digit wins and, Mm -hmm. you know, which hasn't been done since Jimmy Johnson in 07, I think it was, you know, so we could potentially see that this year with Kyle Larson and, you know, it's going to be one of those, oh, I remember the 2021 NASCAR season because of Kyle Larson and, Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's that's a cool piece of history to be able mm-hmm. to to reflect on down the road. And I think the one thing I've always thought about the sport and you think of the guys who are and I've, we've talked about this when we've had discussions about certain racers, certain drivers There's some there are some people who are drivers and then there are people who are racers. I've always said there's a definite distinction between the two. You have Absolutely. somebody who can drive a car and then you have a racer. It's a mentality. It's a in the Bush brothers and Kyle. They're, they're, they're racers. Tony Stewart is a racer. I mean, the guys like Kyle Larson, they can just get in anything and they can race it yep all right yep um i mean i always find it funny because i came to nascar through open wheel so i actually knew of tony stewart you know through the irl and all that kind of things back in those days sure and everybody and, and when they talk what I always find funny is when they talk about the failures if you will of the success from indycar to nascar and they, he, they never bring up tony it's like i always find that the most a funny thing is like he won a championship you know in both no 100 percent So, you know, I mean, you know, the guy, I mean, whatever you feel about it, and it's always funny how these people have these personalities that you either love them or you hate them, you know, but that's just their thing. I mean, it's probably comes with that racing mentality. You don't care. You just get in it and go and piss people off. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yes, sir. And, and, you know, we're going to have that over the next few weeks. I can only imagine Uh, we are headed to Kansas this weekend, sir. What's the weather looking like for us? Well, since ironically, I just did a long-term forecast here in for Louisville, but uh, it's all connected. It's all weather. It's all connected. Um, Aaron and I might be busy now. It's afternoon, and I'm working an afternoon shift, so I may not be that busy. Uh, and Aaron may have to do most of the work, uh, but I'll try to le- do a lot of stuff leading up to it. Um, we've got this kind of, and there's a lot of there's a lot of questions about this weekend. It really depends on a couple of things, okay? As of right now, there's rain chances for Saturday night and into Sunday. Saturday day may be okay, but again, when we're recording this, there's still a lot of time, and there's not a lot of great consensus in the data. There's some few things that have to really play out before we can get a real hard, solid you know, footing on what's going on. The general idea that we do know is you've got this developing intensive system out in the West. The question is when. 
And then we've got this uh, kind of this boundary. We call it a, you know, you've heard of your fronts and stuff like that. Well, there's going to be this stalled boundary that looks like it's going to stretch from about Kansas City through the Ozarks and then back over to the Ohio Valley where I'm at. And so you're going to get this just this kind of this push of moisture, which is going to kind of keep this area of steady areas of rain, maybe thunderstorms uh, going into Saturday and into Sunday, just kind of over this area and potentially into Monday. It's just the evolution of what happens. Some of our long term models out that way have several different opinions on what they want to do for this weekend. So you'll have to stand by. Uh, but at this point, I definitely think for the Sunday ra- Saturday race, you might have a chance. It should be dry. It's the Sunday that um, maybe uh, in question, and of course, we'll have to see how that plays out. There's really no percent chance of racing at this point because um, just there's just too many questions and not enough answers. Again, this far out, you're listening to the podcast and you're planning on going. Um, if I if it was me, I can't tell you what to do, but if it was me and you're going and you haven't you have an opportunity to, to book a drivable hotel someplace and you can stay the extra day then i might recommend doing that and you can always cancel um but at least it's there if you can stay and miss work on monday or whatever so just an option i always do that anymore if i'm going if i'm going to a nascar race i'm booking through like monday at okay least. i'm like yes. you know i'm 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 keeping that there because it's the weatherman and i just know that uh, stuff can happen or i'm just like prepared to say okay if it is rained i'm still going home no matter what so 100 percent, i'm with you there uh well sir that was that was fun i enjoyed that i love the big 10 football talk and uh as, as you mentioned basketball's right around the corner uh that that that's going to be entertaining as well uh i uh look forward to chatting with you in a couple weeks to see how and where the wolverines and where purdue are at i think that's going to be fun yeah, I mean, we could help you if uh, if you know we do well, and then we go to Ohio State, you know. So um, we we, we might need that. I mean, We're going to need it. <laughs> I mean, my take, my view on this whole thing is number one: I, I don't like being ranked. I like being the spoiler makers. Um, I love that. You know, but the best thing is, is that at this point, the school to our the school to the south of purdue in the um it's north of me but the the southern indiana school that now calls themselves a football school (laughs) anyway um you know maybe they should have kept their big 10 logo on their uh, jersey and maybe should have learned how to spell their jersey too and um (laughs) oops i mean i'm not i'm not going to say any names it may be the state that i live in and it may be south of michigan and north of kentucky and they may say sometimes on their jersey indonesia but um (laughs) honestly i mean i i really believe this season the quarterback for indiana should be counted for the all the all the touchdowns he threw to the other team i just think they should just pad his stats i mean i'm i'm for i want some love here he needs to have those good stats more touchdowns there you go i love it i love it Oh, that's great. All right, sir. Well, everyone, uh, make sure you go follow Brian through the week at NASCAR underscore WXMAN and then catch up with Aaron over the weekend at Race Weather. Sir, good to catch up with you, and uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks, sir. One more thing I want to insert this. Yes. Again, I know we've talked about it, and I started this, and he didn't ask. I just want everybody to know. And I need to get better, You need, and you need to help me out. Yes. If you can handle – I mean, I was always thinking to myself, boy, if like – half of my following or half of Aaron's following just gave a dollar, you know, we could really do some damage, uh, to help out Aaron or $5, uh, to, and I know times are tight. Don't get me wrong. 
the guy has done a lot for the sport. He's trying to do a lot right now with his life. You got to give a guy credit for just taking a chance on something. And he's really working hard. And he does so much for NASCAR weather for basically nothing. Okay, I admit that I do it for nothing, but I, I have limitations. I can't make anything off of it. But he does this, and there's still uh, an income. He needs to pay rent. He needs to buy groceries. Um, and that's why we're trying to help out our friend. The content he provides for free, basically. And, the you know, I mean, people thank him and stuff like that. I, we get all the time, hey, um, we really appreciate what you do for the fans week in and week out. And I know he's carried the water for both of us like the last two seasons. So this was my way of basically saying, okay, let's put some money where our mouth is and, and see what we can do. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, we will. I tweeted it out early this week and uh, I will, I'll do it uh, again myself. I'll yeah. get that from uh, Brian as well tonight and try to try to get some support over to, to Mr. Studwell for sure. So, alrighty, sir. Thank you for putting that together. Thanks for uh, hopping on, and uh, we'll catch you soon. Sounds good. All right, man. We'll see you. All right. Great to catch up with Newdorf. Sorry for all the Big Ten talk as of late with both Brian and Aaron, but hey, it's an exciting time for the Big Ten football players and the Big Ten fans. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, probably going to continue on as long as Michigan's still undefeated. But anyways, right now, it's time for this week's A Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. You guys know the drill. So, uh, let's see. My lucky dog, Kyle Larson. How can it not be? My lap down, the Detroit Lions. Uh, and all you got to do is go look at the standings and, and you'll know why there. Uh, let's get to your responses. Scott at 1985 Wagner's lucky dog. William Byron, not in the chase, but not backing down. Lap down, a tie between Joey Logano's motor and Denny Hamlin's bad luck with bonus multiplier uh, and Martin Truex Jr.'s real estate issues. I like that, real estate issues. That's a good one. Uh, Jeff at JBeth1789's lucky dog. Congrats to Kyle Larson yet again. History. Lap down. This rules package other than wild restarts, which are fun. Can't pass single file. No off throttle racing isn't what gets me exciting. Very hopeful the next gen car makes the mile and a half better. Uh, it's funny you say that, Jeff, because I tweeted with Sherwin, uh, I think before the race and just said, oh, the restarts are going to be great. But the rest were we know what we're going to get. Uh, and, and there's the proof in the pudding. Uh, Brian at Storm and B81. I'm late, but I got to make an entrance. Better late than never, Brian. Uh, lucky dog. Can anyone stop Larson? He's just in a league all by himself. Lap down another boring race from Texas, even if they had all the cautions at the end. Uh, AD3 fan at Waddle. Three Cody. Lap down. Pick is Anthony Alfredo. Lucky dog is Kyle Larson. Chris at USMC underscore NASCAR fire. Lucky dog have to go with Larson. The kid's on fire. A lap down Texas. Tear it up. Repave it. Get rid of this traction crap. I'm with you there, sir. 100%. Uh, Jamie at Jamie 4493873. Jamie, we got to do something about those numbers there, brother. Uh, lucky dog Kyle Larson. A lap down Texas Motor Speedway was the worst track and boring race besides a few action wrecks. Uh, yeah, that's that's general consensus there, I think, man. Uh, Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Lucky dog Denny Hamlin to have all those problems and not finish any worse than he did. Could have been a lot worse. Lap down Logano. When's the last time a Team Penske car blew up or any 
car blew up for that matter. Yeah, kind of hard when you're only running 550 of them bad boys, ain't it? Uh, Matt, Camper News Net, lucky dog to Kyle Larson and a dominant day at Texas in clinching his spot in the Final Four. A lot down to NBC for moving the Victory Lane interview with Larson to NBCSN. That was an important moment and should have been shown on NBC. Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragons, lucky dog, need I say it? Kyle Larson Racing lapped down a toss-up between the 22 and 19. Both teams will need to work some magic to make it to the next round. And uh, WRY Cape uh, at WRY Cape, a lucky dog is Larson. He just wins. Lap down 550. I get you 100%. All right. Uh, let's keep things rolling. Let's close this thing out with a little lap traffic fantasy. All right. We are just a couple weeks away from crowning a lap traffic fantasy player, setting out some awesome trophies. I got to go get on the ball. I got to go start picking out the what the trophies this year are going to be. It's going to be hard to beat last year's ring trophy, uh, which I thought was awesome. Anyways, uh, that said, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can repeat last year and get all four final four players uh, on the show to make picks here in a couple weeks. Keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag LT Fantasy. Be on the lookout for a survey that will be hitting your inboxes in just a couple weeks to give me some feedback on the league and to make things even better for next year. Uh, that said, let's hit the uh, standings right now in first place. He's been up there all season long. He's having a hell of a year. It is Steven at DFS NASCAR Guy with 121 points. In second is Joshua Neal uh, with 121 points. You can follow him at Burnout Avenue. In third place with 114 is Glenn Atkins. In fourth place with 113 is John Atwinsell. In fifth with 107 is Jeff Bevan. And sixth with 97 is Stephanie. In seventh with 92 is Brad Carnes. And in eighth with 91 is John King. So we have a battle just like the Xfinity and the Cup Series has. It's not out of reach for anybody with two weeks to go. And we all know how crazy Martinsville can be. So uh, I am excited to see who makes the final four for sure. Uh, and with that, uh, let's let's get some picks. All right, lap traffic fantasy players, we all remember the epic 50-lap battle we had last year at Kansas in the playoffs between Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano. Harvick is out. Logano is in the same spot Harvick was in last year. Probably going to have to win to advance. Can Logano repeat and punch his ticket to the Final Four? Who will this year's battle be with? If Larson's up there, it's probably not going to be a battle as he searches for his ninth win of the season, and he's already in the Final Four. He's just out there collecting hardware at this point. Kyle Busch picked up the win earlier this year at Kansas. Can he pick up the win and punch his ticket to the Final Four? Ryan Blaney has had a quiet playoff season, but he is sitting there second in points, and he hasn't favored too well at Kansas in recent runs. He'll need to pick up some momentum if we're going to see that 12 car in the final four for the first time. Who picks up the win? Who locks their way into the final round this weekend? We will have to find out. And hey, it's time for my picks that mean absolutely jack at this point. So uh, I'm going with AJ Allmendinger because why not AJ Allmendinger and hell I'm just going with Kevin Harvick for the end of the season because I will be heartbroken if he goes a year without a win so there you have it can't wait to see who you guys take and cannot wait to crown a lap traffic fantasy champion here in just a couple weeks 
All right, Lap Traffic Nation, that is going to do it for episode 262 of the Lap Traffic Podcast. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Facebook, the Lap Traffic Podcast, YouTube, Lap Traffic Podcast, and Twitter, at Lap Traffic PC. Uh, don't forget about the giveaway at 6,000 followers. Cannot wait to give away that awesome prize pack. Huge thanks to Brian Newdorf for coming on the show and talking some weather and Big Ten football. Uh, I will try my damnedest to put something together for next week. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya.